So hi everyone, my name is Giovanna Facetta, I'm one of CUSP's co-eyes at the University of Glasgow and today I'm here for this second CUSP podcast with Amani Al-Makhma and Aza Al-Sahar. Amani is an electrical engineer and she's currently working as the head of international relations at the Islamic University of Gaza in Palestine. Amani is also a lecturer at the Faculty of Economic and Administrative Studies and she is an advisor in the field of women and gender equality as well as in an international project management. And Aza has been project coordinator at the External Affairs at the Islamic University of Gaza and she's currently also CUSP's local administrator for the work package that is based in the Gaza Strip. Palestine, which is one of CUSP's work packages. Amani first, and then Aza, maybe to tell us a little something about themselves in Arabic, perhaps, and then tell us in English what that was. Um, so Amani, would you like to start? Thank you, Giovanna, for asking. Ana Amani Al-Muqadma, ana um atfal, معظم مسيرتي المهنية كانت أنا وأنا أدرس وأصو أنا أم للأطفال حياة المرأة مليانة تحديات وأنا بتمنى كل النساء إن هم يقدروا إن هم يحققوا ذاتهم في تلف الأماكن اللي هم حابين إن هم يبدعوا فيها. I'm Amani. I'm a mother of three children. I have two daughters and one son. Most of my professional life, I'm a mother. And I would say that women usually face a lot of challenges to achieve them, themselves and their ambitions in the context of different responsibilities that they are facing and they have in their real life. So I believe that and I hope that all women would be able to achieve their goals and fight to get their rights. Thank you. Thank you, Amani. Thank you. And Aza, how about yourself? Thank you all, the wonderful Gaza Girl team in Glasgow <laughs> University for doing wonderful activities and work as always, and also for arranging this podcast and for inviting me to be part of this. It is a pleasure of being actually a part of the unique project, Casper project. So just let me introduce and saying something briefly in Arabic. اسمي عزة زياد السحار بحب ومستمتعة في عملي جدا كمنسقة مشاريع دولية بتعامل مع ثقافات مختلفة شركاء مختلفين في دول مختلفة محظوظة جدا لوجودي في هذا العمل It is Azza Ziyad Sahar. I have said that I'm one of the most lucky ladies in the world that working and with different cultures, background settings, different partners locally and internationally. So you, I'm traveling from my home to different countries around the world, learning different experiences and also getting my master thesis and doing that in the field that I'm working and loving, which is managing international projects. Many of them were with the Glasgow University. Thank you, Aza. And yes, we have been working together for a while now, and there have been all these connections between the Islamic University of Gaza, 
and the University of Glasgow that go back a long time. And CUSP is just the latest of these collaborations. Well, let's start with the topic behind this podcast, which focuses on women and peace building. And we know that the Gaza Strip has a long history of conflict and tensions, and this goes back many decades, and there have been really, really difficult times during this period for the people in the Gaza Strip. Amani, can you perhaps briefly tell us something about this because some of the people that are listening might not really be familiar with the situation in the Gaza Strip. Thank you very much. Actually, Gaza Strip, let me start first define where is Gaza Strip. Gaza Strip is one of the Palestinian cities that suffers from occupation since 1948. And after the starting of the refugee crisis from other cities and towns to in Palestine to Gaza Strip. Gaza Strip was under the Egyptian military rule from 1949 till 1956, and then again from 1957 to 1667. And then again, Gaza Strip has been talking by, again by Israel. Whereas in December 1987, a new call of or the uprising, which is resulted from clashes between the Gazan Palestinian and the Israeli occupation, what is called now the birth of the Intifada uprising, the first uprising. In 1994, Israel began to give the responsibility of Gaza Strip to the Palestinian Authority, and they asked also under the Oslo record in 2000, another intifada has our uprising started again, causing a lot of death among Palestinians in Gaza Strip and the Palestinian areas. In 197, after Hamas has been elected to constitute the legislative Council in Palestine, the situation deteriorated and Gaza Strip especially suffered from three consecutive wars, which caused a lot of deterioration of economic and political situation. And since 2007, a siege was imposed on the Gaza Strip, which means that borders are closed, people are not free to move or to mobilize Mm -hmm. outside Gaza Strip, and this caused the highest or increasing the number or the percentage of people under the poverty line in the Gaza Strip. And of course, as a result of these circumstances, usually women and children are the most affected segment of the Mm -hmm. population. So you have been living in a situation of siege and there have been also three wars on the Gaza Strip in recent times. Do women in the Gaza Strip organize? Have they any way to support each other to try and resist violence and to build peaceful alternatives? Do they have this possibility? Is there anything that women do in the Gaza Strip? And if so, how does it express itself? Yeah, actually women in the Gaza Strip also are very, who managed to officially involve themselves in the peace process. And mm-hmm. are facing a huge problem in having women represented in the decision making. Even though there is the, the International Women Committee, which has the resolution of 13, 25, and as a result of this resolution, there is a kind of quota. You know, it is a number, a specific number of women has to be represented in the legislative council. 
and the management boards of organizations. But still, the situation for women, even though they are achieving the highest percentage of higher education, and comparing to men, they, they have a, a higher degree, but their presentation in the, in the official decision-making uh, process is very few. We can say that uh, women are trying to cope and they have their coping strategies with the situation in the Gaza Strip. They are supporting each other socially. We have a strong social bond between families. And also she usually concentrates on what she can do and what, what she can achieve and what is under her control, which means that she's educated because she is playing different roles in the families or in the society. She is the sister, she is the daughter, she is the mother. She is sometimes she is the head of the family because of the conflict. You know, there is a lot mm-hmm. of families that are headed by, by women. So she is coping with mm-hmm. these circumstances. And she, she is usually concentrated on what she can perform and what is her strength to survive and to mm-hmm. fight against this conflict mm-hmm. surrounding herself and her children or her family. So this is the situation. We aim usually to, to enhance the woman's existence in the official decision-making structure of the community. But let, let me say that in the last two to three years, the society witnessed the increased number of women who are working. We believe that will make a good change in the societal structure and would support the resilience of the Palestinian society in the Gaza Strip. Thank you, Amani. As a, to go a little bit more in the specifics of CUSP, you are part of the Palestinian team in our CUSP project, uh, which looks at gender conflict and peace building. So can you tell us a little bit about what the partners in Gaza have been doing for this? And in particular, I'm thinking about the workshops that you had in the Gaza Strip. Can you tell us a little bit about what CUSP is doing in the Gaza Strip? So the wonderful and unique project called CUSP, it is uh, for a culture for sustainable and inclusive peace network, which aims to strengthen the artistic and cultural institutions and associations in low and middle income countries so they can become a reference for the identification and the transformation of the social conflict, including the gender-based violence, coercion, and injustice, and also to ensuring that there is an equal participation of women and girls. So in this project, which which started nearly one year ago, Mm -hmm. uh, we have mainly three main components and have some progress in these components. The first one is the research component in which in this project, we have nearly drafted the first research paper, which Mm -hmm. is entitled with Resilient Palestinian Women Facing Gender-Based Conflicts in the Gaza Strip. As this study discusses the key factors that cause gender-based conflicts that Palestinian women face and encounter in the Gaza Strip in particular as the Gaza Strip as part of the context of challenges and the protracted crisis. In addition, we explore some stories of the Palestinian women who have overcome challenges to achieve distinct success stories. So we have collected the data during a three-day workshops and concerns of assemble of institutions and organizations in Gaza Strip that works for protecting the 
the women rights so this study will assist the decision makers as well as institutions and organizations working in the field of protecting mm-hmm. gender-based issues and to work on preventive and treatment measures on gender sensitive issues to protect those women. And so the second component, which is the capacity building, we have arranged and conducting these days a capacity building training, a program on writing and narrating stories for children. We use this as an artistic and cultural tool to conflict transformation to address issues related to gender-based issues, gender inequalities, for transmission of narratives of peace. So as the project is designed to spread awareness on women issues, those stories will be based on themes and issues highlighting women issues, whether young girl or adult women. Some women state that there is a discrimination within the family in the Gaza Strip between boys and girls in terms of paying expenses or in terms of this of choosing the education or specialization, the university. And in some cases were depressed and then they become success stories. When justify half time, I would like to mention this story. She was influenced by all forms of violence, domestic violence from her family. And then she became a leader of protecting women's rights. She said like this, exactly. 15 years ago from the present time, I lived harsh experience in my life as I was a victim of domestic violence in a society that refuses women to confront those who violate her and contacting an external party to ask for help. But I challenged the circumstances and reached an institution for the protection and support of battered women. Furthermore, I challenged the circumstances once more. So I completed my university education and joined one of the institutions that support women, especially in the field of protecting women from gender-based violence. I am currently the director of the support and counseling unit in this institution, a community activist and the head of other committees in the community that work to defend and protect women's rights. I'm very happy and proud that I was a victim and then a survivor of violence and that I have now become a person in charge who provides assistance to Palestinian women. I feel that the reason of my, for my success in my work is that I lived the experience that many women in the society who suffer from. Thank you. There's something good for the heart when someone who has been a victim manages to turn around their life and actually support other women. You were saying she's now involved. What's the name of the organization? It is the Foundation for Culture and Free Thought. And this is one of a number of organizations that do work in the Gaza Strip to support women. How many organizations did you actually manage to get together during the workshops, do you remember? 22 organizations and those working mainly for protecting women's rights. And I think if I remember it correctly, some of these organizations had not actually known of each other, but the workshops were actually a moment when all of them managed to get together and discover that there were other people doing work in similar areas. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They they have told us that this is a great opportunity that you gather us. The first time that all of the organizations working in Gaza Strip meet together to discuss issues related to women and to discuss something relates to how to unify our efforts and to make a network of unifying mm-hmm. our efforts of doing something related to women issues.
Thank you, Aza. You know, there's there's a lot obviously going on in the Gaza Strip in relation to this. And Amani, as far as I'm aware, the Islamic University of Gaza is also working, and I think you're involved in this, on offering a specific program of studies on gender. Do I remember correctly? Yes, actually. Yes, Islamic University of Gaza, and I, I have the honor to initiate the start of thinking of gender equality and women empowerment establishment center at the Islamic University of Gaza in 2016, strengthening the higher education institutions' uh, capacities for gender equality. Because in this project, we started a pioneering journey, establishing with no existence of an academic uh, center in the field of gender equalities or studying the women issues in the Gaza Strip. So we are the only and the first university in the Gaza Strip to establish the women's mm. center. Actually, in this project, we work in four thematic areas. And you can imagine how it is can be difficult or the donor even hesitate to start this project because they thought that the culture of the organization would prevent the implementation of such a project. But we succeeded to convince them that this project is core and the women issues is a core element in, the, in Islam and Islam is empowering women. So they started with us this journey and currently they are surprised with the huge success of the project because we have worked in four thematic areas to start from nothing in the field of gender. What is the meaning of gender equality and how we can empower women? For me, myself, I was engaged in a postgraduate diploma in the field of gender, multidisciplinary gender studies to understand what is the theories behind the gender equality and what is the meaning of gender studies. So we succeeded in building the capacity of this staff and then we moved to build the capacity in the field of research, in the field of gender, by organizing several research projects in the field of gender and women issues in the Gaza Strip. And then maybe we celebrate the, the last event, which is the International Conference for Women for the project with the title of uh, uh, Women and Higher Education in Palestine and also worldwide, which witnessed good participation of international scholars from Qatar, Norway, Egypt. So it was a good journey. And then we moved to build the capacity, institutional capacity in terms of establishing the center with its action plan and all its facilities, and then supporting the, the center with a library of books in the field of gender. I forgot to mention that we have also applied for accreditation for the first academic program in Gaza Strip in the field of gender and women empowerment. And this program is expected to get accreditation at the start of the next academic year. And the final element that we have started to, to deliver and reflect on their, on their knowledge to the society and other universities and also non-governmental organizations where they got the training in, in two thematic areas, which is concept and designing international projects for gender equality and what is the meaning of gender analysis and how we can apply the gender lens in our project and in our work, in the plans and etc. We have recently closed the project in, in, in November 2020, and we are expecting to start the second phase or to apply for the second phase of the program uh, next, uh, next March. Thank you, Amani. And 
the diploma that you did was in collaboration with Graz University in Austria, right? Yes, yes. Uh, and I'm interested in this idea that the funder was not keen because there was this assumption that Islamic University of Gaza wouldn't be supporting a gender uh, dimension. Is that, did I understand that correctly? They are supporting the gender because they have the gender mainstreaming uh, agenda in their organization, but they were surprised that to have the Islamic University of Gaza applying for such a project. <laughs> this is the point. So when, when I, I can remember the director of the program, when he came to Gaza and visited the university, he, he told us that he is surprised actually how you are getting the, the support from the university administration and the university faculties. And we told them that, no, we don't have any problem indeed. But in contrast, we have the, the support from Sharia and law faculty, which is the, the biggest faculty that is concentrating in the Islamic Sharia. And we are having what is the matching point between gender concepts and the Islamic concepts. What is going on in the, in, the, in the society is not reflecting the reality of Islamic values. And this is the problem, which is connecting the culture and the practices of people with their religious values. Which the point is we need, even in, in gender studies, it's good to know that penetrating the society in the field of gender, it cannot be performed without interconnecting this with the Islamic values because the key action or key actor in this in our society is the religion, which has something that all of us believe mm -hmm. and respect. So when it comes to matching the Islamic values with any concept from, the, from outside, then you can accredit it. When it comes to gender issues, if, if we choose to come with a foreign agenda, this mm -hmm. would not trade the society and this is we can witness the result of this behavior because we are now in 2021 and we we have a huge gap in women in labor market in women equality in gender-based violence so the point is we need to to know how to, to penetrate the societies mm -hmm. and the key actor is to start with islamic values which all of us i think in in, in gaza strip would believe in Thank you, Manny. Yes, I think this is something that we in CUSP are really keen to do. The partners in CUSP are from geographically very, very different backgrounds, but we know that the work that we do needs to really be contextualized and each partner needs to contextualize their work to the specificity of their background because that is the only way to have something which lasts to have something which is sustainable otherwise it's just parachuting things that are tailored for the west but really don't make sense in other countries which is not good practice at all and to start drawing this to a conclusion Kaza, can you tell us what IUG is planning for the next stage of the CUS project and how this can expand opportunities for women and peace building in the Gaza Strip we in Casper project team in Palestine are planning to do something more in networking and dissemination. Networking locally with local partners in, with related institutions, associations, women's rights activists and supporters in the Gaza Strip and across Palestine and to try to unify the efforts that they are doing and to in, engaging them in our activities and also doing something related to networking with Casper partners in Mexico 
Mexico, Morocco, Ghana, mm. and to transfer experiences between each others and knowing what they are doing and what mm. issues for women's rights. And also to network with influential experts, figures locally and internationally in arts and culture related to gender conflict issues. In addition to building an online bilingual mini e-library database and gallery like photos, videos, cartoons, motion graphics on gender-based social conflicts. And we will transfer the outputs of short stories for kids that will be resulted from the capacity building training into motion graphics and cartoons oh, wow. ones. So it can be published more widely to those interested in that and also to holding symposium days and um, we are thinking to targeting mainly the males the ones who are causes the problems related huh. to women their rights and what they would like to get and also to continue with uh, doing researches as researches can be of beneficial to the Palestinian and non-Palestinian ones we started outlining the second research paper the first research paper mentioned that there are 14 most common gender-based conflicts that Palestinian women in Gaza Strip, they can help um, the concerned institutions and associations to intervene. Thank you so much to look forward to. <laughs> I'm really also very intrigued and I look forward to seeing the book and the animations that you're planning to do. Just to, to conclude, Amani, what do you think are specific challenges that women experience in the Gaza Strip? You briefly touched upon work or education. To finish off, just give us an idea of what are the specificities that come from being a woman in a situation of siege, of constant threat as well. I can start with the women participation in the labor market. We have a huge, huge gap in the participation in the labor market. We have the highest percentage of educated women, indeed, in, in the MENA region, which is the Middle East region. But unfortunately, we have also the highest percentage of women unemployment in the MENA region. And of course, you can imagine the reason because we have already a deteriorated economic situation and there is actually no jobs available for even men or women, but the situation is, is worse for women. So the point is we are moving to digital, to digital space because mm -hmm. digital space was articulated as something that can remove the contextual barriers in terms of even uh, something related to cultural barriers, which prevent women from participating and expressing themselves in the, in the work, and also in the siege barrier, which is related to the situation we are going through in, in the Gaza Strip. So this is what we are thinking of at, at the university level and also at the national level, which is moving the people to the e-work and e environment so that they can mm. express themselves and get job but not only good job to get money but also to get the authority of their lives where they can express their opinions and uh, and their potential and capacities they can learn even because being in Gaza is something that prevent us or prevent women and also but especially women from e movement and to mobilize to network with some people who can enrich their experience to get new opportunities. So this is, this is the main issue that we are facing. 
But and once we have something are economically uh, empowered, then we have a lot of a problem would disappear because when we talk about gender-based violence and we you know we have a high percentage of gender-based violence, but when we have women are able and capable economically to support their families and support themselves, this would give them a power mm-hmm. to fight and even to balance the situation in the, in the context of siege which we are going through. Because the problem is not only related to how to treat women, but the problem is we have like structural problems resulted in pressure put on, on the families, started with the head of the family who is the man. And then of course, there is no, no, no money and he is economically unable. So once we have conflict, once we have poverty, then we have a highest percentage of conflict, of violence mm-hmm. against the people who are in a, a less powerful position can say that they are women and children. So the case is a complicated case, and we need to focus how we can have a solution for the root of the problem. And this is all. Thank you. Thank you very much, Aza. Thank you very much, Amani, for your contribution to this. It's been really enlightening and interesting conversation, and I'm really grateful that you could make time for this. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you so much, yeah.